What's going on, Survivor fans? We are back on this amazing Wednesday night to talk about the latest episode of Survivor. It is the much-anticipated Loved Ones episode. Aurora gets caught going through some bags. Rick finds an idol. Some players want to switch things up. We've got a fiery tribal council coming up. We've also got our special MVP segment and some predictions. Do not move a muscle. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's going on, guys? Timothy Michael here. I am back from Edge Extinction Island. I am very, very, very excited to be back. I've missed the last two weeks, so clearly I've missed you guys. I hope you missed me as well. Um, I am very excited to talk to you guys tonight about the latest episode, Season 38, Episode 11, awkward um survivor is on wednesdays and i love this show i'm very very excited to talk to you all about it it is just me right now so i am going to be relying heavily on you guys um for keeping the conversation going um i kind of want to give you guys just a brief step back very quickly the last two episodes because i have not been here and i just wanted to give you some very brief thoughts on it so i don't know if you guys remember but my fantasy draft um consisted of eric Aurora, War Dog, and Kelly. Now, I lost Eric pretty quickly. The only reason I bring this up is because the last two weeks, my fantasy draft has kind of been turning on each other, if you will, um, for this power struggle. Now, like I said, I lost Eric pretty early, but now it was down to Kelly and War Dog, especially after David got voted out, which I thought personally was a smart move. And like I said, guys, forgive me. I know I'm taking a few steps back for the last couple of episodes, but I do want to get my thoughts out there because I'm very excited. Um, so David got sent home because of War Dog, which I thought was a pretty smart move, like I said. Um, but then in the next kind of half of the first of that episode um kelly gets sent home because of war dog so literally my fantasy draft has literally just been at each other's throats this entire time and then funny enough in the last week's episode war dog gets sent home which is pretty much just karma in its finest um so pretty much i've lost everybody on my fantasy draft except for aurora who seems to just keep coming back and battling back no matter how many times she is on the bottom which I just love her for, and especially after finding out that little tidbit of what she said about being in a foster home and how, you know, she didn't really have any friends growing up and how she's usually by herself. And so her being on the bottom really doesn't affect her. I just thought that was really brilliant, and I loved that they gave us that little information on her um, because that makes me want her to win. Um, So those are just my thoughts on the last two weeks of the episodes, because I haven't been here. And like I said, I just wanted to give my brief thoughts. I am joined by Mr. Mike Felix. What's going on? (laughs) What's up, Tim Dog? How are you? I'm good, man. How's vacation? Uh, Vacation was amazing. The pictures are amazing. You mean Edge of Extinction Island? Yes. That's uh, exactly what I meant. (laughs) Yes, I am back. I'm very excited. I missed you. I miss you, buddy. I'm so glad that you're here. You stuck me here with Veronica. I know. I'm just like, ugh, man. I know. You guys, Mike Feeling is in the studio. What's up, guys? What's up? I was such a good episode. Uh, such a good episode. I, I, I'm, a, I'm pumped to talk about this because I have a love-hate relationship with this episode. I know okay. you're going to go through it, but like, I got a lot to say. Well, I was just giving the viewers a very brief rundown on the last two weeks because I missed sure. them. And like I said, I want to know your thoughts because I'm pretty sure you're going to make fun of me. But I was just telling them how my fantasy draft is literally just coming under fire with each other. Well, we missed you because 
we love you, but I also have no idea who's on my fantasy draft if you're not around. So I, I honestly don't even know how I'm doing right now. Okay, well, let me give you guys a brief rundown of fantasy drafts very quickly. So I'm literally just left with Aurora. Uh, I had I had Eric Kelly and Wardog. Um, Vic, Veronica's doing actually really well. She's got Gavin, Lauren. Oh, she just lost Ron, but she's a, she has Julie as well. Okay. Um, you have Victoria and Rick. <laughs> I have Victoria and Rick. Yes. 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 Good. Because um, I am... Spoiler for this episode, I'm all Devons all the time right now. Okay, well, we're clearly going to have it out this episode. Uh, So let's dive in very quickly. Um, So... We're kind of we're kind of back at camp. We're talking about what happened after the war dog vote. Yeah. Um, Rick is mad at Rom because he lied to him about the yeah. vote, um, which is understandable. We always have this kind of you know I'm mad at you for not telling me after votes. We always have it. Um, Ron in this episode, and it was a very heavy Ron episode, and they haven't done this whole foreshadowing in a while. And I felt like they did it in this episode, and I I wrote it down pretty early. I was like, Ron seems to be like he's in trouble um, because he says he wants to believe he wants everyone to believe that he's on their side, right? Uh, and who doesn't? That's Survivor. Survivor, exactly. Hey, see, we're still on the same page. I know. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> Love you, Mike. Uh, and then Ron uses very smartly uses this exp- this expired hidden immunity advantage. That he gives it to Rick. I want to know your thoughts on these. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I feel weird saying this. I love the game move because to me it's so cool. I love using this expired stuff. It looks official. It was official. I love it from a gameplay perspective. However, now this is me just getting personal. I have liked Ron less and less and less as the season went on. I don't know what it is. There's just something about him and maybe the way he's playing. I don't know. It's just rubbing me the wrong way for whatever reason. And because I really like Devin's right now, I like the comeback, blah, blah, blah. I, I like a lot about him. I don't like that it was used on him. So <laughs> so because it was from somebody who I'm not really feeling used against somebody who I like and I'm kind of in their camp rooting for, that's what I didn't like about it. But gameplay love it. See, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum for you because I felt more and more as the season progresses that that's how I feel about Ron. How I mean, Rick, how you feel about Ron. Okay. Rick is just slowly starting to get on my nerves. Really? And it's getting to a point where I cannot stand him. Really? And especially after this episode, it just gets worse and worse for me. And I want to know the viewers' thoughts on this because... Are you a Ron fan? Are you a Rick fan? I mean, Rick, obviously, I can't even say Rick outlasted Ron. I guess he did because he fought his way back. But Rick did get voted out before Ron. Then he fought his way back. So now technically, Rick, yes, has outlasted Ron. But if it wasn't for Edge of Extinction Island, Rick would have been gone a long time ago. It's absolutely true. What is Rick doing that is making you like him less and less? He just has this, like, this, I don't, this air of... I don't know, superiority, I want to say, that it just comes off as, I don't know, arrogance. I don't mind cocky. I really don't. I don't. I, I like when players are full of themselves. It's really fun. And Ron does it in this episode. Does it get on my nerves a little bit? Yes. Who? It, who uh, he really did in this episode. In fact, I marked that down. I get what you're saying. In That is coming off that way to you. To me, mm-hmm. it comes off as Devin's is all by himself. He's got nobody else on his team. And he's kind of having fun and, and making light of it. And I almost like this air of, I don't even think it's really arrogance. I like this kind of playful, joking around, almost 
He's calling people out. I kind of like that. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it because I'm all by myself. And even the people I think I can trust, like Ron, right? Right. I can't. So what am I going to do? But don't you think, and we've seen this before. We've seen people who have been on the bottom on Survivor. And then they just go balls to the wall. They just go, you know what? I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to say whatever I want to say. It's Reem. Reem has not been on the bottom of Survivor. She's the first vote out. Hang on. (laughs) just, Just because I have to bring her up. There has not been a single episode, I don't think, fans, let it, let me know in the chat. I don't think there's been a single episode where Reem's voice hasn't been heard. She even got it in here yes. where they didn't show Edge of Extinction Island at all. She had a voiceover at the end. Like, God love her. She is making the most of her Survivor you experience. You gotta love Reem. Like, I mean, people in the chat earlier, and I don't remember who it was, called her <laughs> Queen Reem. Because people in the chat, obviously, some people love her, some people hate her. It's a love-hate relationship. I mean, you can't help but... Love her. I mean, she's been on Extinction Island for the longest. I give her props. Like she's, got, I mean, she's got to make it work. And I, I love what the the fans chiming in. Um, some people agree with me on Devin's attitude. Megan and Jasmine completely agree. She said, uh, "Perception is key. You see playful, we see annoying." I totally understand. Yeah, yeah and that's the the whole point of it. I think it goes, and you know, let's jump ahead real quick a little bit. Yeah. That same thing can be said for the reward challenge. The perception. Uh, how could you backstab me and not let me be with my family member? It's like, hey, I'm just picking, you know, it, that's kind of the worst one to win. Anyway. Yeah. No, I'm glad that you brought up the reward challenge because that's what I want to get into. It's the much anticipated Loved Ones epi- uh, episode, um, which I'm glad that I made it back for because yeah. er- who doesn't love this episode? Who doesn't love love? I mean, okay, well, maybe Mike doesn't. Dude, uh, sorry. <laughs> I We're all over. I'm like hype right now. We are all over the place, but... Jeff went in hard on that. Did you hear that? What do you mean? His line. He was like, let's get ready for reward of love. Oh, like, he yeah, really he spiked yes. his line on that, man. He went hard. He did. I mean, that Jeff. That was hilarious. Jeff like, loves, calm down, probes. Love just like the rest of <laughs> They're going to go have some fried chicken. It's the people they haven't seen for a few weeks. It's not like. I know. Okay, so here's why, <laughs> here's why I love the Loved love. Ones Challenge. is because we kind of get an inside look to these players that we've grown to love or hate. <laughs> depending on who you're looking at. And Cardigan I love, Ron. Right. I love Hello. seeing different Loved sides it. of these yeah. people. So let's break it down from the top. So Julie has her, I mean, sorry, Rick has his wife, Becca. Mm-hmm. Um, not really any surprise there. It's very, very generic. Uh, Julie has her husband, Mark. Once again, it's just a very loving relationship. I love seeing them. Um, I love what Julie said about, you know, proving to herself mostly, but mostly to her and also to her family that she can do this and sure. she always underestimates herself. Just another little tidbit that we didn't know about her, and I love that about seeing her. Lauren, her dad, Joey. Um, I love seeing, because I don't have a sister, but I I love seeing daughters with their dads. No matter how old they get, it just seems like they're daddy's girl. Daddy's girl, oh yeah. And it's just... It just makes it it's just endearing. makes me feel so good about like I don't know I just yeah. love seeing that so that was really nice to see on Lauren's point of view. Um, Ron was a big surprise not not in the in the particular sense that you know it, it's a gay relationship because I knew that that was coming but it was an interracial relationship and the only reason I say that and I'm in an interracial relationship so don't don't jump down my throat you I guys so see we are we we can talk on this. <laughs> I was not expecting that only because Ron has this southern accent. Mm. And to have a gay interracial relationship in the South sure. is harder than pretty much anywhere else. I'm not saying that it's not hard anywhere else, but it just took me by surprise. I want to know the viewers' thoughts as well. So, guys, put it in the chat. But what was your thoughts on Ron really quickly? Because that was the I, biggest surprise out of everybody for me. I've been surprised by a lot. You know, I feel like in this season, I'm not sure if more than previous or on par, but I feel like we've 
heard less about their personal lives mm-hmm. than in past seasons. So I didn't even realize that Cardigan Ron was married. Let alone, I, I didn't know he was gay. I didn't, I didn't know anything. So I was just kind of surprised in general. But the same thing, I don't know specifically that I knew Devin's was married. You know, they say, and I know you're going to get to it, they say over and over again how Gavin talks about his wife mm-hmm. constantly. I don't think I've ever heard about it. So a right. lot of this was a big surprise to me. We also, obviously, we can't forget that they are literally on this island 24-7. Sure. And they have to have these conversations. Yeah. Obviously, the camera's not going to show and everything. I mean, like I said, it's an hour show, you guys. Sometimes two hours when we're when we're lucky. Really lucky. But, right. But... Obviously, we don't get to see everything that these that these people talk about. Uh, so it was also nice in this loved ones episode where the loved ones are coming out and the the pit crew, if you will, is chiming in on, "Oh yeah, he's hot." You didn't say that he was so hot. That was really like, endearing. You know what I mean? That like, was really cute. Like uh, that's almost like put game aside for yeah. a second. And we, I mean, we can all really be friends at mm-hmm. the end of this. No one's no one in this group that's left on the main island is very vicious or no. anything to each other. They're all relatively tame. Completely agree with yeah. you. Um, so Victoria brings her dad, Rock. Um, I couldn't I can't hear if it was Rock or Brock. If it was Rock, it was a little weird. Um, but I love when she says, you smell good, and he says, it's a bug spray. <laughs> that was really funny. Was um, yeah. Aurora brings her brother, Shane, yeah. uh, which, which was just a loving... I, I don't remember the last time somebody brought their brother or sister on, and it was like usually it's like a very like like we're friends like I don't want to cry in front of my brother or sister because you know we're mm-hmm. cool and it's not as deep as like you know a parent or right. like a, a, a like a, a fiance or a boyfriend or a girlfriend um, but Aurora's brother and her seem to have this very very special relationship and it just brings me back to what I said earlier in the episode before you got here was that she was raised in the foster care system so is this her adopted brother oh it's a great point you know what i mean like yeah. there's like all of these other things and she says you know he's my protector he's my father figure so there's like all of these things and i'm like is it her biological brother not that it matters obviously but it's just like these little things that why i love the the loved one sh- the episode so much is cuz like i said you just get this taste of who they are sure. outside of the game and i want to know more i want to know more i just love that it was all legit Family members. Yes. I, I, it's always weird to me when you have all family members and it's like somebody's gym coach or, or something like really random yeah. like that. <laughs> so I really liked it. It showed exactly what you're saying. Their yeah. personalities and a little bit more into their lives. Yeah. And to your point earlier, what you brought up, you know, Gavin, he Jeff obviously saves the best for last. Sure. Gavin, surprisingly, got married two days before he left for the island of yeah, Survivor. Yeah, yeah. And he brings his wife Carly out there. And I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but... Did you feel like Carly was a little salty about it? No. Really? Because I felt like she was like, mm, you left two days after our wedding. Like, no, Ooh. I didn't get that at all. Did really? you really? Yeah. So what I got from Gavin. Not like overly. I, guys, let us know if you got either of what we got from Gavin. If you watch this episode, every time they shoot to the people, Gavin looks like he could not care less about what's going on. Like he looks pissed in the background. I even was like wondering, um... Is Gavin not having somebody come or something? Does he know this is nothing good for him or something? Like, he looked bad. Yeah. And then you kind of realize, okay, he's really inside, like, exploding because his wife's about to go. I didn't get that from her at all. I thought she was super cute. Yeah. I liked their little relationship. And I just, honestly, my thought was, yup, that's a good thing because that's what my wife would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let me come. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. No, I'm glad that she was able to come to the island and they were were able to have this moment, especially two days after they got married and he left. Um, 
So the challenge uh, was the race down with the bucket to the ocean, toss water to your loved ones, fill up the bucket. Pretty simple, easy. Silly challenge, but again, we talked about this on a previous episode, Tim. I love it when they make the loved ones participate. Like, that's what I want. I don't want them sitting on the side. No. Yeah. Completely agree with you, except for when the loved one is... Terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Because then you're like, oh, well, I brought me an 80-year-old mom and... who is good at catching water that's thrown to them bucket to bucket? That's a pretty specific skill. You know who is good at that? Lloyd, because him and Ron wind up winning. That's right. Um, and then Ron picks Julie. No surprise there. But then he also picks Gavin. What were your thoughts on who he picked? Julie has been, you know, lockstep with him for a long time. Uh, that alliance has been really, really strong. I even wrote down in my notes mm-hmm. when we were watching that I think you pick Gavin no matter what, mm-hmm. even putting the game aside, and just say, look, like, that's crazy. They should have a cool little honeymoon. Like, just let him go. It's not a big deal. Yeah, That's what I thought was going to happen. But then when Ron was like, I don't care about the honeymoon. Like, I just want to, and I was like, this is making me like you even yeah. less. Like, see, like, you're just going down more and more. There's no reason to be that. Yeah with it when he's already kind of in an alliance with Gavin anyway. Yeah. Right there. I mean, I know it's very amorphous. Stuff is switching around a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. I feel like Ron... Ron got to the point, and this is back at camp after the the challenge was over. uh, Not over, but... While they're enjoying the picnic with the... uh, The picnic. Um... He just came off very cocky, you know. He's telling Are Lloyd, you like, kidding? you know, I've lied, I've cheated, I've manipulated, I'm in charge of this game, and I'm like, Ron, like, like this is foreshadowing, buddy. Like, oh, I yeah. am the master of this game. They I, look at how they just follow along. It was like, just, oh man, yeah. I was like, and I like Ron, but there, there is something that I didn't like, and this is coming from before the 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 loved ones episode. I mean, there's something about him that I didn't like, and I don't know. Maybe it's the same thing that I didn't like about Rick. Is that you know that this whole arrogance thing comes off as it's just a turnoff for me i just don't there's something about it that yeah, i'm like yeah. why don't you just be a little bit more humble about it and that's how i just that's how i felt about ron back at camp everybody tells aurora to look through the through rick stuff so now we've got bad gate and while he's searching for an idol, she does go through his stuff, and he catches her. What I loved is that Aurora didn't give two Fs. She was like, yeah, I went through your stuff. I did it. Whatever. Hey, everybody. Before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor, because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Well, how would you have handled that if you got caught? That's a great question. I'm not sure because I don't get caught, Tim. <laughs> I'm slicker than Aurora just being like, oh, hey, there's the bag. And just, I don't know how I felt about any of this. We've talked multiple times on mm-hmm. the show about if you're allowed to do that. Again, gameplay perspective, yeah, I'm looking in people's bags if it's allowed. Absolutely. Um, what if she had found it? Are you allowed to take it? I guess not. No. So it's just to get information. If I'm Rick, I would have hid my bag a lot more, especially if I think I'm, I'm 
you know, all by myself. If I get caught, I'm not sure there's anything you can do past what she did. Yeah. You were caught. You say, look, like, yep, I'm scared of you. I thought you would have an idol. Like, we got to do anything we possibly can. Um, But I just think she's kind of nasty about it. Yeah. It's I'm liking Aurora less and less and less as well. Really? Yeah. I And everybody in the chat, I mean, they're kind of disagreeing with you. I mean, okay. uh, Jasmine Wright is saying, you know, Aurora is a savage. You know, Will Dominguez is saying Aurora is a badass. I mean, everybody seems to kind of like that, you know, Aurora just is doing whatever Aurora wants to do. And I like that she's the last person on my fantasy drive personally because I feel like she's a fighter. I feel like she is doing what she has to do to survive. And that's what Survivor is about. Is there a Survivor After Buzz drinking game? Will says Mike talking how great he is at the game and he's never played drink. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Let us know the rules and I can get you guys really wasted. I'm sure I have no problem doing that. Uh, I I just I don't know. It's just a gut thing. I I I I didn't like what she was how she went about it. Yeah, no. You got I- caught, but there's no reason to be nasty about it. It's like you were doing something I guess not wrong, but slightly unethical, immoral, maybe. You don't have to be, like, kind of nasty about it afterwards, too. I don't think that she was being nasty about it. I felt like Rick was kind of egging her on by being like, oh, you're going through my stuff? Oh, well, you're going through bags. Oh, be careful. Aurora's going through bags, everybody. I'm like, Aurora has every right to go through your bag. She says it. I mean, they uh, clearly, we get a little insight into the actual game rules, is that you are allowed to go through people's stuff. And Aurora says, she says, the game says that I can do whatever, I can do that. And she does i mean i just i don't think that she was nasty about it at all i felt like she handled it like a boss yeah yeah uh hey guys before we get on to our next topic we just wanted to say thank you for making us the espn of tv talk uh for us for helping us continue to grow we could use your help now make sure you're subscribing on youtube you're giving us a rating on itunes there's a lot of you guys right here in the youtube chat we love you all uh leave us a comment like you guys are right now we've got a really fiery live chat going on we love you guys (laughs) um you know, being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to, to me and to all of us because we get to interact with you guys. We get to interact with the fans. We get to talk about a show that we love, that we're so passionate, that we've, that we've been watching for years. And it's the sense of community that we have. And, and you guys make that possible. So thank you for your support and helping us do what we love. We wouldn't be here without you guys. We wouldn't be doing the show without you guys. So thank you so much once again for making us the SPN a TV talk. Leave us a comment. Make sure you're subscribing to AfterBuzz at, on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. Um, Mike? Jasmine brings up a really good point. Yes. So as we were talking about the interaction with the bag and Aurora, uh, Jasmine says Devin's was nasty to her as well. And perception is he's being a jerk. He was. I don't understand. Do you think he was being... I didn't think he was really being mean to her. He came back and found someone going through his stuff. I mean, is it being mean calling somebody out? Like, hey, he... I mean, it's not really mean being, like, awkward. No. I don't think and it was that mean. Like I said, I feel like, no. If you caught somebody going through your stuff, yeah, you're going to call them out. Call them I completely agree with you. Call them out. But don't be a jerk about it. To continue to do it. And then... I love how everybody else, because he goes to Ron, he's like, oh, be careful, you know, Rora's going through bags. Like, like, okay, you, she's going through your bag, you were out looking for an idol, so she was going through your bag, because she had an instinct, and her instinct was right. So I feel like he was going after her because he had a guilty conscience, and that's why he was so upset about it, because he's but like, Guilty oh. about what? Guilty that he was going after her immunity idol, and they, he knew that he wanted to be... He, that the, he knew that they were going to want to get him out. They why would you that. ever feel guilty about going trying to find a hidden immunity idol? I feel like he not maybe guilty is the wrong word, but I feel like he, 
their suspicions were correct in going through his stuff. So that's why he was more butthurt about it. Uh, they're only correct in that Ron gave him a fake, <laughs> meaningless thing. Yes. Which is interesting, too. He actually didn't have anything. It, at that point, no, which I'm going to talk about next. But still, I mean, like, if you're going to leave your bag around, if you if you find somebody going through it, then you just have to oh, take no, it like, champion. like, all right, good for you. That's Fair part play of the game. It. Yeah, no, I'm down. I, I don't knock him for doing it at all. I just, I don't know. It's weird this season. Cardigan Ron and Aurora are just giving me a weird a weird gut feeling about them. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Alrighty. Um so like you said, they were going through his back a little too early, and that's what he says as well. Yeah. In the episode. I loved it. Because right after this, he finds the clue to the hum- the hidden immunity idol. And it's at the shelter, so it's in this most awkward place, and now he has to be kind of patient to get it. As soon as he found this hidden immunity uh, clue, I was like, really, though? Come on. I can't, I know you were probably like, yes. Oh, I loved it. But I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? Like, why? I was excited. Oh, Absolutely. I, I love this. I love it, it when everybody's against one person, and they keep pulling it out. They keep getting the victory. And I don't know. I love the underdog thing. I just loved it. I loved him sneaking up there in the middle of the night all ninja stealth style. And, like, everybody waking up and, like, kind of looking around. But obviously we only have night vision and they don't. Uh, I clearly, loved it. That's that's what I was going to ask you because Aurora and Gavin, clearly they wake up. Like, oh, yeah. it's like a wide awake. It's not like a... Mm, right. like a it's like a... And if I heard something in the trees above me, I'd be like, what the hell is that? Like... Maybe they're, they've been on the island for like 30 days at this point. Maybe they're just immune to whatever things are There's so many around. animals and bugs. I don't, and, <laughs> yes. and even just the wind, I, I bet you wouldn't even pay any attention. And you're dead tired. That's I bet. True. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get, I, I, I get it. Let me know your thoughts. I mean, if you saw, if you heard something above you guys, would you be paranoid enough to go and look or would you just go right back to sleep like Kevin and Aurora did? Probably. Um, so he finds the uh, hidden immunity idol. So he's got that in his pocket now. I want to cut to the immunity challenge very quickly. Um, <laughs> Because this one, this one seemed to be pretty tough. I mean, they had to balance between the two posts on the narrow footholds. Uh, Rick was out first, then Ron, then Victoria, Julie, Aurora, and then Lauren. Gavin winds up winning. What I found interesting about this challenge, though, was that Rick, like I said, was out first. Yeah. And then once again, he's just so annoying about it. Like, while he's up there, he's like, you know, I promise you all final three. Like, he was just being, come on, Mike, you have to admit. I don't, that's, it's funny to me. I don't, oh. I'd like, I, everybody plays as they should. They play really, really hard. I don't know. Whatever it is, this guy is making me laugh. And I didn't like him episode one. I just didn't. <laughs> I know you did. But I don't it's think hilarious. Did. You know they're going to, if it goes really long and they can survive, yeah. they're going to start to try and make little deals. That's hilarious to say I'll take everybody to the final three. Come on. It's, He's having a good time. I, do, I don't. I just thought he was being so annoying. And then on top of that, he he gets, he gets obviously he steps off. He doesn't obviously succeed in the challenge. And then, I don't know. It's like he was just like talking to everybody. It was just a very weird. And, and I wrote in my notes, I was like, isn't that like telling that He's so comfortable with being the one that is going home. I don't think so because I think he's acted the same way the entire time. I don't think this is any different. He's been sarcastic. He's been a smartass the entire time, throwing out comments and things, even at tribal councils and stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's it's out of character for But him. this is the first time that he's being like blatantly told that he's going home. Like, hey, we're voting for you. Aurora literally says it up there when they're having a conversation. She says, right. you're going home. I mean, I'm feeling good well, up here, but you're the one going home. Yeah, I 
And he's still it, like it just, <laughs> laughing it about it. Everything of, that he does, the stuff that you're talking about, to me, at least, again, my gut, it doesn't seem out of character. Mm, okay. I mean, fair. When Aurora just stepped off, I was surprised. Because she has been a challenge beast. Yeah. For Like, she hasn't won all the challenges. She's won two. But she has gotten to the final of a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And for her to just step off the way that she did, obviously, this challenge was a, a, a physically harder than we obviously saw. Um, and we can see that on Lauren and Gavin's face toward the end. I mean, they almost lasted an hour. But I was so worried about her, like I have been for the last three votes because she's been on the bottom. And she's her name has been thrown around at every tribal for the last three or four tribals, that when she just stepped off, I was like, are you serious? Like, this is one of those uh, challenges that I think looks easier than it is. Even if you don't think it looks easy, I think it's still harder than whatever you're imagining. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Uh, So Gavin winds up winning. Congratulations to him. Maybe his wife gave him a little bit of luck. Sure, wedding present. Right, exactly. Community. And then back at camp, no one's talking to Rick. Obviously, because they already said that he was going home. Hmm. And then once again, he does that whole sarcastic thing where he's like, oh, anybody want to talk? No? Okay. I was like, oh, God, shut up. I cannot stand it. The more we talk about it, the more he gets me so angry. It's just so funny to me. Uh, I mean, uh, he's playing some mental games with people. He's messing with them. He knows they're all out for him. So look, so what? what's the alternative? Just... Being a regular old person and, and kind of, you know, submitting that you're going to lose no, or no. Uh, just trying to, like, normally blend in. I think he's trying to stir some stuff up I I without dumping rice and being a true idiot. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? I agree with stirring stuff up. I agree for fighting for yourself. When he goes and talks to Ron and Julie about that, that I completely agree with. I was like, yeah, go talk to Ron and Julie. But don't sit there and be a, you know... I don't know. I, I just it just comes across as douchey to me. I don't well, know. Well, it's it, the situation is ridiculously awkward. No one's talking to him. You're <laughs> sitting there and no one's talking to you. I mean, either you could just be like, "Well, whatever. I guess like that's it," or you can make light of it. I, I maybe it's because I see a little bit of myself, and I would probably be cracking some joke. Like, okay, this is super awkward. I know I'm getting voted off, guys. Like, you know, you don't have to. I don't know. Stare away from me and whatever. I, I give you a little bit more to, credit, Mike. I don't I think, think you he's would trying to make his watch you. <laughs> I could I, be wrong, though. I think he's trying to just make light of the situation a little bit. Right. Uh, but I understand how it's coming off to you. Okay. I mean, a lot, yeah. I mean, I mean, people. It's like once again, it's a love hate relationship. Some people in the chat love him. Some people in the chat hate him. Some yeah. people completely agree with you. Some people are saying, you know, it's just, he's just trying to make light. He's just trying to be funny about it. I don't know. Him being funny just comes across as annoying to me. <laughs> uh, Victoria and Lauren have a conversation, which is pretty surprising to me because Victoria had little things here and there in the earlier in the uh, in the season where she showed that she was a smarter player or wanted to play the game a little harder. Um, and in this episode, she she shows that again by saying that she wants to target Ron. And Lauren is all about it. Lauren's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Aurora comes in and she has a conversation with them and tells them about her extra vote, which I thought was very smart. So then they've got this like three-girl thing going on. Yep. What I found confusing was that Aurora tells them that she wants to give her extra vote to Gavin because if she is on the chopping block, if there is a tie, she can't use the extra vote. Right. So she has to give it to somebody. Then why not give it to Lauren or Victoria, who are the people who, you know, came to you and said, hey, because, let's get out Ron. Yeah, because there's the same possibility if they're voted for and they end up in a tie. But you're guaranteed that Gavin could never be voted for, thus never be in a tie, and thus the second extra vote will always count. 
I mean, I guess. In a revote. But why? I don't know. I was like, maybe I missed it in the episode. Maybe you guys can clarify this for me. But I just was confused about why it was Gavin and not, why don't you just give your vote to Victoria? Just because Laura. he has immunity Lauren. and he had no chance of being voted That's for. That's true. And That's right. Yes. Up. He did have, yes, you're right. Thank you. Thank you. See, this is why I love you're when you're welcome. on. Um, so I thought that was pretty smart. I thought that, you know, having thought of that just shows how smart Aurora is. Um, and you can't you can't knock that. I mean, as much as you don't like her, I mean, that was a pretty no, smart no, move. That was a good move. What I was surprised at, jumping ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. was that nobody called out the fact that there was an extra vote. Oh, yes. I was like, is anybody going to acknowledge that there's more votes than there should be here? Oh, I'm sure like, that they're going to they're gonna acknowledge it when they go back at Cam next okay. episode. Right, yeah. uh, but I think they're not going to do it right there at Tribal, like... Mm, well, how many votes is that? You know what I mean? Right. Somebody, ha- I mean. You know they're counting, though. Yeah, of like, course. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like when, when he was like, oh, when he didn't say, oh, the blah, blah, blah member of the jury or the voted because out is. Actually, after that vote, you're like, wait, there's another one? <laughs> Ron was technically voted out after the second time his name came up. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> no, you're, you're completely right. And a lot of times in past seasons, Jeff will stop mm-hmm. once you're voted out. Yes. So I thought that was interesting. Here's my thing. Were you surprised that Gavin turned on Ron so quickly? And Gavin says it in his confessional that Mm. because Ron was, you know, Ron chose him for the loved ones challenge. You know, Ron was, you know, and we've seen worse things happen. We've seen people pick people for the loved ones challenge and then they blatantly go after that person right after the loved ones challenge. Mm -hmm. Even though we've seen worse things happen. Um, But I want to know if you were surprised that Gavin. I wasn't surprised because, again... They shared the loved ones challenge, but I mean, God, how indebted are you to somebody? Like, thank you for picking <laughs> yes. me. That's fantastic. You had to pick somebody. Yeah. You know, we know if I'm Gavin, I'm thinking, okay, maybe you picked me because it was a nice thing to do so I could have a honeymoon with my. But in reality, you're probably picking the people you want to try to bond with. So this is all strategic who you're picking anyway. Yes. We know in reality that's exactly what it is. It wasn't him being nice. So Gavin's still got to move forward with whatever he thinks is best for his game. No, I completely agree with you. And that's like what it is. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I think that I thought that, that was a smart move for Gavin to do. Um, I'm glad that it worked. Especially after how Ron acted in the episode. Do I wish it was Rick who went home? Yes. But I did not want Aurora to go home because she's been on the bottom so many times. <laughs> and I feel like if she gets to the top three, and I don't know, maybe people are sleeping on her, but if she gets to the top three, she has so much to say about her gameplay, and mm. you can't knock that. She could literally say, I've been in the bottom. I've been good at challenges. Like, I might not have won all of them, which doesn't really technically call, make her a challenge beast, but she has been very good at most of the challenges, and she has fought her way Time after time again, after every single tribal. She has been in the bottom a lot. Her name has been brought up a lot. I'm not sure off the top of my head I could say a lot of big game moves that she specifically made or Mm -hmm. moves that she made to get people out. Definitely using this extra vote strategically is going to be one of them. No, definitely. I completely agree with you. Um, So Ron goes home. We saw that. Um, Rick was very cocky. I want to talk about that because he this uses... This is epic. I love it. Yeah. I love it. He uses the hidden immunity idol from Ron. But then he goes off on Ron when he finds out that it's it, is, it expired on, like, day nine. Um, and he just goes off and said, you know, Ron and Julie are villains. Julie, you're lying to everybody's faces. Ron, you're untrustworthy and disloyal. You want my kids to think that I'm an idiot and all this. I was like, Rick, calm down, dude. You got played. Like, relax. Like, sit down. Play your hidden immunity idol that you have. 
Oh, yeah. I can understand you being like really, really angry if you played that and then it was fake and then you're like, now I'm going home. Right. But like, you have another one in your bag. Just play it and shut up and sit down. <laughs> I clearly just. You just don't like him. No. So here's what I was thinking. Okay. It's for the jury. Of course. Of course. It's 100% for the jury. He's not actually upset at getting the fake thing. He's calling them out and making them look stupid in front of the jury. And it works. They look dumb because he maybe 25% figured out that it wasn't real. He at least seems like he had a healthy inkling that it wasn't real and legit. Yeah. But you got to try it, of course, right? You got to try and see if it works. And then he just basically played the people who were trying to play him. He's not wrong. Yeah. They already had him going home. They didn't need to add the insult to injury, yeah. right? That was completely self-serving on Ron's part in case he survives again to try to see if he could get in good with Devin's. Um, Eric Oland and Michael B. The chat agree with you. They loved Rick at Tribal. They thought it was hilarious. <laughs> um, thank you guys for joining us in the chat. I just thought it was annoying, and I just thought I just I just wanted to shut up and sit down. Um, but Ron is. You know, voted out. He grabs his torch. He is headed to Extinction Island. Super classy on the way out, by the way. Of course. I, I like I like that a lot. Yeah, and this just goes back to what you said earlier about yes, they do have to vote somebody out at the end of the day, but they are a tribe and they don't I don't think there is any animosity toward anybody in this tribe. I think they're all getting along pretty well. There's more animosity on Edge of Extinction from Island. Reem. From Reem. From from Reem. <laughs> yes. Reem's got enough for everybody. Yes, agreed. That is our review, guys, of season thirty eight, episode eleven. Awkward. Um, I want to get into our special MVP segment of the episode. I'm going to give Mike a little bit of time to do his MVP very quickly. But I'm going to read mine. Since there's only two, I'll just give you uh, mine. I wrote down Aurora, rightfully so. And Mike, Mike wrote down Devin's. Of course you did. <laughs> Just probably to get on my nerves. The most gangster use of a hidden immunity idol at Tribal, perhaps. Uh-huh. One of the top three. That's uh, sick. That's sick. To use the fake one and you get Cardigan Ron's hopes up like, oh, I got him. He tried to use the fake one. Like, I'm play. And then just smashing his face. Like, I loved it. I loved it. And the fact that Ron went home on top of it. Yes. That was awesome. Okay. Yes. That that was epic. I agree with you. As a and Survivor fan. And he found the Immunity Idol, too. Yes. Like, this is a big episode for him. I agree with you. I'm going to go with Aurora once again. Like I said, for the entire episode, I've pretty much been just touting her. She's on my fantasy job, guys. That's the I only no reason Tim likes no, her. Like, I do, no, I actually really <laughs> do like her, and I've liked her from the beginning. I'm glad they're giving her more screen time, but I think she is a very smart player, and I think she is very underrated, and I feel like if she got to the top three, people would should be worried. Okay. I think that she's a really good player. Um, let's get into some predictions very quickly because I'm excited after to hear what you TV have to say, especially after missing the last two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Uh, why don't you start? I, I really don't know. So, I feel like this is like chaos at this point. Okay, so I think Edge of Extinction Island is coming to an end okay. probably next episode. Yep. That's probably why they did the two uh, the two votes, the two tribal councils in the one episode two weeks ago um, or a week and last week I can't even my time frame is all over the place not last episode but two episodes ago um, so I think that they're trying to pile people on Edge of Extinction Island to do something epic um, to figure out what's going to happen after Edge of Extinction Island I hope uh, I guess it's too early to say who comes back because we I guess there's still another one maybe left but I hope Kelly comes back that's I, my that's my prediction. I really hope they do something with Edge of Extinction Island soon because there's so many people there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost getting to a kind of a silly point. 
I don't know what... Let us know what you think in the chat. I don't know what the fans in general think of it. It's kind of a boring thing because we barely see any of them on there. Yeah. And you're going to feel pretty slighted if somebody who hasn't played the game at all, yeah, like Reem yeah. or Chris, comes back and wins. Hmm. So I want to know what they're doing with the jury. Is everybody else going to be the jury? Like, yes. I'd love to have some questions answered, and I hope they do it. So here's my thing, and I know we've been talking about Edge of Extinction Island and how we're going to handle whoever comes back and who is, out of you, Veronica, and I, are going to get that person once they come back. Here's some thoughts that I wanted to throw out there to you on air because I wanted to hear your thoughts. Oh. Surprise. Um, what if we left whoever comes back from Edge of Extinction Island in our viewers' hands? What if we had them vote for one of the three of us to get whoever comes back from Edge of Extinction Island? Sounds awesome. Right? I yeah. want to know what you guys think in the chat as well. Would you be uh, down for that? Would you be down for voting for either me, Mike, or Veronica <laughs> to get the player who comes back from Edge of Extinction Island or players to come back from Edge of Extinction Island? I want to know what everybody uh, thinks. Our viewers think that they're all down with Edge of Extinction Island uh, being nixed from the show forevermore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it was a big swing and a miss. I, and let See, I think it could have worked if they did the eight on eight challenge like yes. we talked about. That would have been pretty epic and interesting yes but at this point now it's just a giant pool of people who i guess could come back one of them at some challenge right. like it's not that interesting right well that's why i'm trying to make it interesting i'm trying to get this whole edge of extinction island um a little bit more uh i guess positive uh, feedback yeah well, let's have everybody vote for so, it yeah. yeah i mean let's wait until next episode you guys and then uh whoever's in the live chat will have you guys vote during the uh during our chat uh, what we do next week, whoever comes back, if that's what actually is indeed happening. Um, and then we will read the results on air and see who gets the player who comes back. But I thought that'd be pretty kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, any last thoughts, Mike? Well, uh, we do have a last... Uh, hang on. <laughs> we got a last thought from Eric right here. Oh, great. I think he posted this uh, story earlier. Here's what happened at Edge of Extinction Island. We made a campfire, then sang five verses of Kumbaya, then sang all of 99 bottles of beer on the wall, and everyone went to raise the flag but me. <laughs> <laughs> we love Eric. Eric's yeah, been very that, that would be uh, extremely unepic. No, yes. I just, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where this goes. Me too. And I hope David comes back from Extinction Island and him and Devin's run this game. Oh, so you want David to come back. I want Kelly to come back. I think we made it known. Let us know who you want to come back from Edge of Extinction Island. Hopefully we find out next week. Where can the fans find you? Guys, thanks for hanging out with us in the chat. So good to see you. Jasmine, one last thing. News and gossip. Devin from Season 35 is expecting a baby. Congrats Yay. to Devin. Guys, you can find me everywhere at Mike Thieling. Hey, guys. Thank you for joining. I'm so excited to be back. My name is Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. We will be back next week. Same time, same day, same time. The finale is May 15th. We've got about two, three weeks left. Two what? weeks left. I know. So we will see you guys next week. Counting down. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.